dive into the Word. I hope you have your Bibles. If you do, pull them out. Go ahead and turn to Psalm 6930. Uh, I know you can cheat Sky Bible behind me, but it's awesome if you bring your Word and dive into it and read it out of your Word and mark up your Bible and circle and highlight. J.O., I don't mark in my Bible. Okay, leave that one at home. Get one that you will mark in. Bring it to church. Let's pray, dive into the Word. We started a new series, Deep Waters, and today I want to continue in it with the spirit of Thanksgiving and, and the weekend, and we'll see what the Holy Spirit does this morning. Father, thank you for this time. I ask that you, by your Holy Spirit, would touch every heart here, every life, every marriage, every single, every kid, every individual, Lord, that you would move even, even as I pray. Father, that you would transform us. God, I believe that you called us to worship, called us to pray. We're built to praise. We're built to worship as we are built to have a relationship with you. So, Father, I pray we just say, have your way, Holy Spirit. Adjust us, change us, transform us from the inside out. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. Today, the title of this is Thanks for Giving. Thanks for Giving. And I will thank you for giving to the, uh, um, the Thanksgiving offering last weekend, but it's way more than that. Thanks for giving. Psalm 6930 says this, I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify him. I will magnify him with thanksgiving. I will, I will praise him with a song. I will magnify, there's a way to magnify. I will magnify him with thanksgiving. A, 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 a son or daughter of God, I think, is marked with thanksgiving. I think that we are to have an attitude of gratitude. Thanksgiving to me is like a pressure thou release. It can, if I'm just absolutely stressed out and all self-absorbed and self-centered, I just need to begin thanking God. It just releases me of fear, of anxiety and worry. It gives me hope in times of tribulations and trials. And thankfulness is the key of releasing joy and blessing in your life. Thanksgiving is a key of releasing joy and happiness and blessing in your life. I sometimes just hear from God and I just have to go with that. Is that all right? If I ever get disturbed, you're like, what is he doing? I feel, I feel like I need to pray for Mateo. Mateo is back there. You back there, Mateo? Do you mind stepping out there by your daddy? We need to pray for Mateo. He's, um, he's had for how long, Marcos, he been struggling? About a year. Just different physical things going on in his body. And I, I want to pray for him Craig, will you follow me, Radine? Can we just go pray for Mateo? Would you extend your hands to Mateo? I believe that, uh, uh, you know, of course we fight the good fight of faith, and sometimes we have physical things that take place, and sometimes there's an enemy that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And so uh, I just heard the Holy Spirit just kind of whisper in my heart to, pr to pray for Mateo. Will you pray with me, church? Father, we thank you for Mateo. We thank you, Lord, that you have called him to greatness. He has a great purpose and destiny upon his life. And Father, we thank you that you are the healer. You heal 
all of our diseases. Thank you that by your stripes we are healed. We lift him up, Lord. I know there's faith, of uh, mustard seed faith in this place right now. I pray you make his path smooth. I pray that you raise up every valley, pull down every mountain, and straighten his path. And I just thank you for him. And I just pray for breakthrough in this area. Father, in the name of the Lord Thank Jesus you, Lord. Christ, you went about Amen. doing good, healing all Amen. who were oppressed of the devil, and we just lay hands upon him, believing. Yes. You said, we have not because we ask not. We ask today. Would you heal him? Jesus. We know that by your stripes he's healed, and yet we ask for healing. Father, manifested in Mateo's life in Jesus' name. If you believe that, will you say a good, hearty amen with me? Amen. 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 Y'all believe that? Mateo, love you, bro. God bless you, buddy. How many of you know that it's okay that the Holy Spirit interrupts church? It's his church. He can do whatever he wants to do. Thankfulness is the key of releasing joy and blessing in your life. Not thankful. I don't know how you could be ever be happy. I just, you want to be happy? Get thankful. You want to have joy, blessing, be thankful. A heart of gratitude changes the way that I view life and changes myself at times and everything around me whenever I'm thankful. A heart of thankfulness can change how you feel about life. Thanks for giving. Takes my eyes off of me and my circumstances and puts it upon Jesus where they should be. The psalmist wrote this in Psalms 100 verse 4. He says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise, be thankful to him and bless his name. Let me say this. The key of entering into God's presence, if there's a code on the master lock, if there's a secret password to get into the presence of God, I want to let you know this morning the password, the secret code, the lock combination key is thanksgiving. It enters you into his, past the gates, through the courts, into the holy of holies, into the holiest of holiest place through thanksgiving. Will you say that with me, thanksgiving? Thanksgiving magnifies God. Magnifies God. Let me read one more time. I'm going to read it through the magnification of this magnifier right here. It says, oh, some of you wear magnifiers right now. What do you think this does? It might, right? Praise God for glasses. This one here is super strong. And it says, I'm going to read this one again. <laughs> Psalm 6930. I will praise the name of God with a song. We, we do that, amen. We praise him with a song. And look at this. And we magnify him. We magnify him with thanksgiving. Magnifying can do two different things. You can see one of the things that it does right now. It makes something small appear big. Amen? If I get up on your face right now, might find a little pimple. You thought it was little and now it looks huge. Right? Magnifying will do that. Magnifying can take something small and make it look large. But there's another form of magnifying, and it's my definition. Making something big, big. Making something that's already big, big. 
I don't need this to magnify God because he's already big. A star seen by the naked eye can look very small. You walk outside, you look up, dark, hopefully it's not cloudy. You look up at the stars with your naked eye, and all of a sudden, those stars look small. But how many of you know the star really isn't small? You can throw a telescope on that star, and guess what it does? It, through lens and light, it magnifies the star. But it is not magnifying something small and making it large. It's magnifying something large and making it really, honestly, the way that you should see it. Uh, it's normal size or, or it makes something large, already large. It makes it large to you. It's called telescope or what have you. Are you following me? You, you with me on that? The sun is a star. How many of you know that? And sometimes I don't, I, I don't think that you should go out and just stare at the star, you know, that star like this right here, it, fry your eyes. But when it, a cloud goes in front of it, you can look up and see, you know, the sun looks pretty big, doesn't it? And, but, you know, with the naked eye, it really is way larger than you think it is. Uh, the sun is very large. Did you know that you can put a million planet Earths inside the sun? Are you feeling me on that? A million planet Earths in front. And by the way, the sun is not that big of a star. There's way bigger stars than the sun. So when you put a telescope on it, you're not making something small, big. You're making something that's already big, big, the way that it should be. And so I say that today because we need to make God big the way that he really is. The star is actually really large, and the telescope magnifies the star to give you more of an actual size of that star. At times, I believe we can forget how awesome and how large and how in charge God really is and what Jesus has done and the great salvation we have. Because the God that created that star and all the stars in the sky is the one that I'm talking about today. And he's very, very large. And the Bible says we need to magnify him with thanksgiving. When we magnify him, when we telescope him, when we actually cause him to be the size that he really is, that's a, a wonderful thing for me and you to do. When we magnify him with thanksgiving in our worship, we're, making, we're not making someone small great. We're making someone great, great when we magnify him with thanksgiving. We're making someone who's already very awesome, very large, very great, really the size that he really is. Thanksgiving is a way for, uh, for us to do that. How many know that thanksgiving? God, God really doesn't need your thanksgiving. We, we sometimes go, I'm going to bring him some thanksgiving today because he needs some thanksgiving. God don't need your thanksgiving. God's all-powerful. He's infinite. He's the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. He's all-knowing. He's omnipresent. He's, he's everything. He doesn't need your thanksgiving. Let me tell you a secret today. Who needs thanksgiving? You need to give thanksgiving. The one that needs to give thanksgiving is you and I. 
He knows how important it is for you and I to be thankful, to, to really remember how mighty and how great and how large he is. We used to sing a song back in the day. Y'all know what I mean when I say back in the day. I don't know really how long that is. It's just back in the day. We used to sing a song and it went something like this. I have made you too small in my eyes. Oh, Lord, forgive me, and I have believed in a lie that you were unable to help me. But now, oh, Lord, I see my wrong. Heal my heart and show yourself strong. And in my eyes and with this song, oh, Lord, be magnified. Oh, Lord, be magnified, be magnified, oh God. You are highly exalted, and there is nothing you can't do. Oh Lord, my eyes are on you. Be magnified, oh Lord, be magnified. If he's small in your life today, it might be because he's distant in your life. God sent me to tell you that you need to magnify him today in your life. You need to mag Like the psalmist says in Psalms 34, 1 through 3, David wrote, I will bless the Lord at all times, not just Thanksgiving weekend. Not just when it all is peachy, everything's going good in your health and in your marriage and with your children and all that stuff. No, no, I will bless the Lord at Go, 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 go with me, church. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Now, a small handful of you are getting this right now. But I'm here to preach and to spit and to shout and to scream and to kick. Hopefully that you will get it. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. You need to see God for who he really is. Don't bring him down like you are or don't try to see him a trillion miles away with your naked eye. You need to magnify God for who he really is. The huge and awesome, amazing God that he is today. Amen. It's scary. It's scary when you don't magnify God. I'm going to read a scripture in a minute. It is absolutely dangerous for you to live a life that doesn't glorify God, that doesn't magnify God, and a life that is not thankful to God. Because you're only here right now because of God. Some of us act like, oh, we made ourselves. You didn't make nothing. You didn't make yourself. He wonderfully, fearfully created you in your mother's womb. Come on, it's all about God. Life is a gift. J.O.J., I, I, I don't have nothing to be thankful for today. Well, you're here and you got up on the right side of the soil. 
You got something to, there wasn't dirt in your eyes this morning. There wasn't a casket door over your head. You're alive. You have something to be thankful for. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Oh, oh, seeing for who he is today, really is. Somebody needs to fix my magnifying glass. <laughs> it's dangerous when we don't magnify God. It's dangerous if you're not thankful. I don't always feel like being thankful, but we can be intentional because we have something to be thankful about. We have something to glorify him about. He, we have something. We need to see him not a trillion miles away and little. And no, you need to pull your telescopes out and see him exactly for who he is today. The true, the real, the awesome, the large and in charge God that he is. Let me read this scary scripture to you. It's not scary. It's scary if you don't do it. Romans 1, 18 through 23, if you'll turn there. Romans 1, 18 through 23. Just smile at me when you're there. It's really cool. People still carry Bibles and rattling pages. And that's wonderful. Romans 1, 18 through 23 says this. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. That sounds right on. Who, look at this, suppress. So say that with me, suppress. Hold down. Suppress. Hold down the truth. You know, sometimes truth in this day and time, if you share any truth at all, it almost sounds like you're mad or, you know, you're, 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 you're picking on, bullying someone. You know, we're not supposed... To suppress the truth. True, true truth sets people free, amen? It's a good thing. There's absolute truths. Our, our word, the Bible, is full of truth that we can live our life by. And it goes on to say, who suppress the truth and unrighteousness because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen. How many of you can go out, you know, at last, this was it this morning? This morning I was walking my dog and I go up on a little hill and I overlook Coeur d'Alene, the, the town of Coeur d'Alene, and it was a beautiful, like red glowing sunrise coming up. I mean, the beautiful attributes of God are all around us. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his external power and Godhead. So look at this. So that they are without excuse. No one has an excuse not to believe in God. If that's you here today, just feel me on this. Out of all due respect, you have no excuse not to believe in God. The Bible says the heavens declare his glory. I, I, I walk around and I look at a leaf. I just look at one little simple leaf and I go, I can't even make a leaf. I can't even make a weed. Right? And we see all his beautiful creation. And Ecclesiastes says that God 
has put eternity in our heart. Don't, don't give me the bull about you don't believe in God. Everything, everything that he creates points him that he, there is a God. Amen? And this is where it gets a little scary. Because although they knew God, look, they did not glorify him as God. It's dangerous. I think there used to be a song out called Dangerous. It's dangerous not to glorify God. That word uh, glorify, it well, really means what it says to render glorious, glorify, full of glory, honor. Listen, and to, man, don't have my magnifying glass anymore. Look, or to magnify. So look real good. Nor were they, it goes on to say, they did not glorify him as God. Church, listen to me real good as your pastor. Listen, glorify him as God. One, glorify him as God. Two, glorify him as God. Glorify him as God. Glor it, it's dangerous not to. And he goes on to say, look, nor were they thankful. They didn't glorify him, nor were they thankful. They, be they became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. For professing to be wise, look, they became fools. Where is that stemmed out of? I think it stemmed out of just what I just wrote, read. They did not glorify God, nor were they thankful. Magnify the Lord with me, church. See him for who he is. Glorify him. It goes on to say, but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like man. Birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. My kids do something for Seth sometimes, and he'll say, oh, thank you, Daddy. I didn't really do that to get a thank you. I did it because I love him. But how many of you know that it's healthy for him to say thank you? How many of you know that it's right for him to say thank you? Jamie might do, Mama do something for Jamie, and Jamie, oh, thank you, thank you, Mama. How many of you know that Radiant didn't do it for Jamie in order to get a thank you? But how many of you know it's right that Jamie thanks her? It's right. How many know it's healthy that she thanks her? How many of you know that it's right for you to say thank you? How many know that it's helpful and healthy for you to say thank you to the God of all creation? That you're sucking air right now because of one, the creator. Not making him like the creature, but the one and only, the creator of the universe it's healthy, and it's right, and it's the right thing to do for you. When you see God at a distance, somehow we lower him to be as the creature instead of the creator. That's very, very, very dangerous. God is God. 
God is the king of the universe. Listen to me. He's Jehovah El Shaddai. That means that he's the almighty. He's Jehovah Hoseinu. He's the maker. He's Jehovah Odaniah. He's the master. He's Jehovah Elohim. He's creator. He's Jehovah, come on, Nisi. He's victory. He's banner. Come on. Oh, magnify the Lord. Glorify him for who he is today. It's easy to forget what God has done. You know, all of a sudden you have a bad day, you have a bad week, and you forget how awesome he is. And I think David, he really spoke to this. I think David was good at preaching to himself. I don't know if you remember, you know, Ziglag and all that. And, you know, the Bible says that he got with God and he encouraged himself. David had a way of preaching to himself in order to magnify God and to cause him to look through the telescope to see God for who he really was. Psalms 103 kind of shows this. Was David not doing this when he was preaching to himself? And so I like to preach to myself. Now, you can stay quiet. And that might drive you crazy. If you want to stay sane, I encourage you to preach to yourself. If you want to stay sane, you want to stay full of faith, come on, you got to get the words out of your mouth, into your ears, and down into your heart. Do you know how powerful that is? Don't stay quiet. Speak it out. Get it out of your mouth. Into your ears. Down. Because you have creation ability. That's not new age. It's not weird. Is that you're made in the image of God. What do you do? Created all things. You have ability, creation ability through your words. The Bible says it. The power of what? Life and death is in your word. I want to speak life into my ears. Okay? Was, was David not preaching in himself when he said this? Bless the Lord, oh my soul. So you, <laughs> you dirtbag, you want to bless the Lord today. Yeah, I'm. You and I are both dirt bags. You know, made of dirt, bag, without the Spirit of God. Come on. Hey, soul, you're going to bless the Lord today. Soul, I'll kick you in your rump. You will bless the Lord today. I'm going to preach you up right now, soul. You better say amen to me, soul, because I ain't giving up until you listen to me. You will magnify the Lord with me today. Amen. All that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. It's easy to forget. How many of you know that? How many of you know it's easy to forget all the goodness of God? And then he goes on to say this. He says this in Psalms 103, 3-5. through 5. It says, who forgives all your inequities. Now, that one sentence right there is enough for you to, seriously, scream, shout, dance, clap. Why? Because he forgives all your inequities. If you come to God, in the name of Jesus, he forgives all your inequities. Every stinking wrong. I know that some of you think that you're good from birth and you never do anything wrong, which is a total lie. We're all rotten to the core without Jesus Christ. Amen? We got good news because with Jesus, whew, man, we can do all things. But listen to me. Just to know that we're forgiven of all of our inequities is absolutely amazing. When you, when you see that, what you're doing is you're magnifying God for who he really is. And it goes on to say, who forgives all your inequities? Look at this. Who heals a couple of your diseases? Shout me down. Somebody need to shout me down on that. Come on. Who healed what? Oh, 7,703 times in the Bible. You look up all, 
Guess what it means? It means all. Who healed? That's another beautiful, you know, that's something to be thankful for, that he heals all of our disease. I'm telling you, you got to preach to yourself. And it goes on to say, who redeems your life from destruction. Some of you this morning shouldn't even be here. You should have died in that wreck. You should have laid during that OD. You should have just been dead. All of a sudden, he redeems your life from destruction. That's something to be thankful for. It goes on to say, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. I love even over in Psalm 77, 11 and 12, Asaph, he writes this. He says this, I, this is what we need to do. Listen to me, church. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember your wonders of old. I will meditate on all your work and talk of all your deeds. I need to telescope God for myself to see him in the right light. I need to telescope God for my family that they see him in the right light. I need to telescope God at school, in the university, at work, in the business, so all the world will know who God really is. That he's not a distance, that he's not small, but he's large and he's in charge. Come on, somebody. I think one of the, the most glorious times to magnify God is in a setting like this. When the church comes together and we worship him and we praise him and we magnify him together. I don't get that alone by myself. I get it when the body of Christ comes together. When the church comes together and we begin saying this, thanks for giving your son. Thanks for giving me your grace. Thanks for giving me your forgiveness. Thanks for giving me your mercy. Thanks for giving me my great wife and my great kids. And thanks for giving me all your forgiveness. And thanks for giving me the healing. And thanks for giving me. Let me repeat this again. Psalms 6930. I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify him with church how do we magnify God with thanksgiving not making something small large but making something large large the way that he should be God doesn't need our thankfulness but you and I need to be thankful it's very unhealthy when we're not thankful there's another back-in-the-day song. Can I sing that to you? Vessels, would you come up here? I wanted Vessels to lead us into a song or two at the end of the service to actually put into action what I'm preaching about today. Thanksgiving, magnifying God. Now, you can sit there and be selfish. You, yeah, you can or you can say, you know what, J.O.? We're going to magnify God yes, together today. Yes, Old school song. Goes something like this. Oh, magnify the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. Oh, magnify the Lord, for he 
is worthy to be praised. I'd stand up if I was you. Oh, <laughs> magnify the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. Yeah, yeah. Oh, magnify the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. One more time. Here we go. Oh, magnify the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. Church, will you magnify him with me today? Would you put your hands together? Let's lift him up.